0: blog talk radio Radio. This is your host today, Jovan Alfred, as our co-hosted, our co-host, our usual co-host, CSN Northwest College Baseball Insider. Greg Crawford is not here to join us tonight, as he is doing uh, a, a charity, a charity golf event in Portland. So, wishes all good good luck to Greg as he's doing his charity golf event. Hopefully, they raise a lot of money for any chair for the charity that he is supporting out. In Portland, so a lot of things that happened in basketball this week. A lot of good things and a lot of bad things. If you're depending on what team that you that you root for, and the things that we're going to talk about on the show today deal with deal with a lot. NBA free agency, Olympics, and summer league games. And the summer league games and tie with NBA free agency have kind of a tie together, but. First thing I'm definitely going to jump into is our NBA free agency. And when I came up with tonight's show, because I was doing it by myself, I decided, all right, what are we going to talk about tonight? So I said we're going, we're going to talk about NBA free agency. And when 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 we are looking at NBA free agency, there was a couple that I decided to split up in the Eastern and Western conference. And we, I wanted to definitely start with the Eastern conference. So this, when I started East, Conference started off from the Land division, moving all the way down. So in the Land division, there's three teams that I highlighted in free agency that they added, uh, added some key pieces. The, the first team that I highlighted was the New York Knicks. And we all know what the Knicks did in free agency this past week. They got the likes of Jason Kidd and Marcus Canby, I think Marcus Camby will help this team down low in the interior to match up with Tyson Chandler and probably even back up Tyson Chandler. I I like that move by the Knicks, and I also like the move of them getting Jason Kidd. Kidd has been a very, 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 very serviceable, serviceable point guard. And I think that he can only help the New York Knicks in their game because they need a point guard, for real, for real. Because when you don't have a point guard, then things just go down the drain. I think Jason Kidd's a good pickup for the Knicks, but he probably won't start, or maybe if they cannot retain a right to Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin has been been signed by the Houston Rockets for three years, $25 million, if I'm not correct. And he will be... If, either if, the, if the Knicks do not match it, which they probably won't, Jeremy Lin will go on to be a Houston Rocket. So Jason Kidd probably will get that. Well, no, he will not be the starter because they, they traded for Raymond Felton. So Jason Kidd will be the backup in New York to Raymond Felton, who comes back as a New York Knick via trade from Portland. Ray, Raymond Felton will be the Knicks' new starting point guard, and Jason Kidd will be the new, will be the new backup for the Knicks at, at the point guard position. If we look at those, our your town, your team, your Philadelphia 76ers, they had an interesting week, if you may say. First, they had the likes of Nick Young after they signed Nick Young, and then the Amnesty on Brandon signed Nick Young, and then that when they did that, all was, all was different, if you can say, because they're really. There really wasn't anything that you could say prefer when they got them players because they're basically the same two players. But moving on from that, they also acquired the likes of Darrell Wright, the shooter from Golden State. They traded him in a three-way deal with the Hornets, and the Warriors in a six-way trade got Darrell Wright. And I think Darrell Wright is going to be a big key player for the Sixers. He's a good shooter. Darrell Wright also played in Miami with D-Wade for about six years, so that's pretty good. And I, and he's going to be a good, great improvement to that Sixers bench because the Sixers definitely need shooters as we saw in the playoffs. But one thing that has a lot of Sixers fans scratching their head is the signing of Kwame Brown. Why did the Sixers sign Kwame Brown? That's what a lot of people want to know. They want to know what were the owners thinking, Adam Aaron, Rod Thorne, Doug Collins. What were they thinking about signing Kwame Brown? If you want to be a guest and you want to call in to the show, there's about 23 minutes left in the show, about 23, 25 minutes left in the show. If you want to call in, guests can call in at 347-215-8531. Guests can call in at 347-215-8531. You call in, you'll get right in on the air, and we can talk about a lot of things happening at NBA Free Agency. That's on your mind. Anything on basketball, we're not limited to anything on basketball. We can talk about it all. We're not limited. And... What had me really confused, just the signing of Kwame Brown, I said, why would you even lace up that possibility of signing Kwame Brown? You signed him for a two-year contract, $6 million. Kwame Brown is nowhere near the much money that you put into him. Two years, $6 million. Kobe Kwame Brown is not even worth that much money to be a starter, not even to get that kind of contract for my NBA team. And if you're the Sixers, why? what are you thinking about giving this man that kind of money when he doesn't even deserve that kind of money? Because if, you if you've seen, he only played in nine games this past year for the Golden State Warriors. That's nothing. he that means he barely played. But you offer him a two-year, $6 million contract, it's not worth it. Not worth it. And I don't know what the Sixers are thinking with, with signing Kwame. Kwame has Kwame has been a bust. He's been a bust for 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 his career. He's been a bust with he he been a he been a bust when when uh he's been a bust since he came to the league at the nineteen year old when he was with the Withers and Doug Thomas had him in M J. He's been a bust till then, so I don't, who knows what the Sixers were thinking. I did not like that move, and it's just something that just really stuck in my crawl over the weekend and on Friday when it still came out, just stuck in my crawl, very much so. Also in the Eastern yes, also in the East, the uh, Toronto Raptors added Landry Fields and Kyle Lowry, two good guards. I think will help them tremendously in time with Terrence Ross, who they just drafted. The Raptors are building are building a nice little squad up in Toronto, which I think will be pretty, pretty interesting. Now the Pacers had me kind of confused. What they did? They signed George Hill and got him back. I think George Hill was a good re-signing. He's, he he played good for the Pacers, and I think that he he's not limited to what he can do. I think he's a good. I think he's a good enough point guard to actually make to actually make some runs. For that for that team, and but what had me most confused about this team and what they did was they traded Darren Collison and and Dante Jones for Ian Mahaney. That doesn't make sense, but then they also signed Gerald Green, who had a reemergence with the New York. With the, not, with, the Brooke, with the New Jersey Nets running out the Brooklyn, had a reemergence after he, just, after he got recalled from the D-League, had a reemergence. He didn't play so well with the Celtics. We all know he was Celtics drafting him a couple years ago, first round, came out of high school, didn't really blend in with the Celtics and what they were doing. But we also know the Celtics actually, when they got him, when they weren't they weren't the best team, then they tanked Al Jefferson. They had Al Jefferson on that team. They tanked, they went to get Regal and couldn't get him. I you know, they traded, got the big three. So Gerald Green had a rocky career, but he he rejuvenated himself in New Jersey and his came back and played pretty strong. So then to so the to so the Pacers picked him up. They also get DJ Augustine, which I think that's the that's the the player that they replaced for Darren Collison, and they also resigned Roy Hibbert, which was big because we all know Roy. If you've been listening to the show for the past couple of weeks, Roy Roy Hibbert was was on his way to possibly being a Portland Trailblazer, but the but the 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 Patriots resign them and get him back, so it's always good if you can, you can when you can retain your your talent. The Bucks made a minor move getting Ersan Ilyasova, good move for them. They keep him; he's been a big contributor for them. The Hawks we know added Lou Williams, and something about Lou Williams which had me really confused was that the Sixers offered Lou a three a three year deal, a four year deal, and a five year deal. Heard this about Saturday morning. And also that the Sixers offered him, this came from the line of beer, Twitter, offered Lou Williams a five-year, $30 million contract, which Lou did not accept. So does Lou Williams want all the money? Probably so. Don't know why. i to go to Atlanta team, who basically they blew up the team, getting rid of Martin Williams and Joe Johnson. Don't know why Lou Williams went down there, but wish him all the best of luck, though. We see the Heat added Ray, Ray Allen and Rashard Lewis. If you listened to the show a couple weeks ago, we talked about Ray Allen. Ray Allen leaves the Heat, I mean leaves the Celtics go to the Heat, just a stick in the crawl for a lot of Celtics fans out there. That just really burns them. It burns their soul right there and just going to the rival team. And If there are any Celtics fans, if there are anybody listening right now, you don't forget you can call in at 347 Five three one that is three four seven two one five eight five three one. You'll get it on the air all magazine and talk about anything in basketball, NBA free agency, Summer League, and the Olympics. The Magic also made a deal that was kinda interesting if you if you think about it. They they traded or what they traded away Ryan and Ryan Anderson, who was a big key to to their success last year. He was their best player. I, mean, I think he was voted NBA comeback player, the most improved, I think I think he was. But why, if you're the... If you're the... Blaze, if you're not I me, mean, not the Blazers. If you're... If you're the... What's that? If you're... The magic. Why do you give up? Ryan Anderson who was your best player, better than Dwight White Howard last year. It really doesn't make. It really doesn't make any sense in the world why would you why you would do that? He he doesn't. He he. When you lose him, you're 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 basically cutting your team down. And I think that's 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 wrong. What they did. You get rid of him to get Gustavo A- Ayan, which. He's really not going to help you. So are the Magic really blowing his team up? Because he still haven't got rid of Dwight Howard yet. So he possibly could be, Magic are possibly blowing his team up, which I wouldn't be surprised if they do in the coming weeks because of Dwight is still on his team. The Mavericks gets gets former Sixer Elton Moran off of Amnesty for about $2 million, so good pick-a-bye. The Mavericks, Elmbrand, solid guy, solid for the Sixers, a professional on and off the court. We'll miss him as a Philadelphia 76er fan. We also got Darren Thompson and Dante Jones, I said, via that trade with the Pacers. So a couple more teams to run down. The Rockets made some news in the loss column. They lost Chase Chase Buttinger and Goran Dragic. Dragic, the free agency, went to the Suns. Because The Suns, we all know, lost Stephen Nash. I want to know what y'all think about Steve Nash leaving, Nash going to the Lakers. That's an interesting move. You 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 don't you would never you have that that caliber of point guard mixing up with one of the greatest players ever to play the game, possibly in Kobe Bryant. Like, who, like who would who would ever know that they would be. Pair it up together. You always saw Kobe and Steve Nash going at it with each other back and forth, but now they're basically playing on the same side, and Kobe finally has that point guard to facilitate him the ball. So now they got Kobe. They got Metal world peace. They got Nash. They got Gasol. They got Bynum. Is this a championship team now? That's the question. Can they make a championship team? Can they make a championship run with the likes of the Thunder and Miami Heat? And get still had to get past the Spurs. Do not look down on the Spurs just because they're old. Couldn't get past them. It's hard to see. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hard to see, but it's gonna be easy to, fi- to find out. The Lakers made a move, and they said they was gonna make a move, and they made a move without giving up really n- no big pieces, not giving up buying them or Gasol or Kobe. So I think that was a great move by the Lakers. You can call in at three four seven two one five eight five three one. If you think that if you want to talk about anything free agency, if you think that the Lakers move for Steve Nash was good, because a lot of people said it was. You might so on the other hand that it wasn't. If you want to call in and give your opinion on that, you most definitely can. Another thing that happened in free agency, the Hornets re signed Eric Gordon after he had signed the offer sheet with the Suns for four years, fifty eight million. They re signed him back and that's a big move for the Hornets that they are rebuilding that team, and they're starting it off right with getting the likes of Anthony Davis in the draft, Austin Rivers, and now you got Eric Gordon back in the fold. So Eric Gordon will be a key contributor. You probably can see a Rivers Gordon backcourt and, and, and this year coming up. I wouldn't be surprised Anthony Davis getting time in the Olympics. Right now, because there's no Blake Griffin, so Andy Davis will get some great needed minutes. And instead of playing in the summer league, he's gonna be playing in in the Olympics. So he's gonna get some good maturity. And I think that the Hornets can be contenders in the next few years. They have they just have to keep on rebuilding with these three pieces that they have, because three these three pieces can actually work, and it actually can get them somewhere. And finally, the Timberwolves. If you didn't hear, the Timberwolves added Brandon Roy, who retired last she, last season due to some knee injuries, chronic knee injuries, degenerative almost, and he's going to make a comeback. Got get signed for two years, ten million dollars. So good luck to uh Brandon Roy. I know my co-host, CSNNorthwest.com, Kyle Bethlenz had a great Crawford knows a, knows a lot about Brandon Roy. He's he was a he well he was a Portland Trailblazer. Started his career off. So Brandon Royce, So our dot com insider knows about it a lot. If you want to check out Greg's articles, you can check you can check those out on csnnorthwest.com. dot com. Look out for Greg's Corner, Greg Crawford's Corner. That's college basketball. If you want to look out, if you want to look for his golf stuff as well, go on Crawford's Clubhouse on Northwest dot com. Search those. He always has the latest. He always has some good stories for golf and college basketball and regular basketball as well. So check out the stories; they're pretty good. I've read them many times before. So, with about eleven, thirteen to eleven minutes left in the show, we're gonna now transition to the Olympics. If you didn't see on Thursday night, I'm thinking on Thursday night the USA took on, the, on took on John Calipari's. Dominican Republic team, and let's just say the U.S. handled the Dominican Republic just like they're supposed to, in dominating fashion. And one thing that really stood out to me, especially as a Sixers fan, is the emergence of Andre Iguodala. Iguodala had a solid game, had about four three-pointers in the game, 18 points, just playing phenomenal basketball, You would, and we saw as Sixers fans... What Igadala can do when he has the pieces around him. When he has another star next to him or somebody that will be able to share the load with him, he performs better. You see it in the Olympics, dunking the ball, shooting hitting three pointers, and um and and, and you think about it, he Iguodala, people what people fail to people fail to remember. is a good player, but you cannot blame him signing that big contract, would you turn down that little of contract he got and getting ten million plus each year? I wouldn't I know a lot of y'all listening probably would not turn down that contract, so you can't blame this you cannot blame this man for 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 taking for taking the money because because he wanted he got the contract. you can't blame him for not taking it because if he didn't then. What was gonna happen, you can't blame a player for getting overpaid. That comes down to the GM and management issues, in, in my opinion. The USA Olympic team will now be taken on Brazil, which is tomorrow on Monday they'll be taking on Brazil at eight thirty on ESPN, I think on ESPN, it's on one of the ESPN networks. And the women's team will actually play before them. They're both in D C, the women's and men's team, I think they're both playing Brazil. Women's team Maya Moore and company at five thirty will take on the the women's will take on Brazil women's team and then the men's get on right after court. DC eight thirty take on Brazil as well. Brazil is a good opponent. I think Verjão might play. Verjão is from Brazil. I'm thinking Barbosa might play. The Barbosa. So Brazil has he he has he has some good. He has he's a good player. So I think that. He he can help that Brazil team. It's not it's not going to be easy though. Dominican Republic was easy because they don't have a, they don't have that talent yet. But Brazil is going to be hard, very hard. So you have to make sure you if you're a USA do not take Brazil lightly. Brazil is a key player in this in this series. Not even in this game. I mean not series in this game because you might see them in the Olympics. You never know, so you gotta prepare for anything that these teams come out and throw out at you. So we have about nine, about nine minutes left in the show. Um, if you want to talk about anything in the world basketball, Olympics, Celtics, Sixers, NBA free agency, summer league, call in at three four seven two one five eight five three one. You can call in. We're just about, show about to be over soon, so you might as You can call in and just talk about live about sports, you know, you ain't, don't be scared to call in folks. It's always, is all fun when we're on the East West hoop Hoop. Um, coming up in basketball, we also, as I said, we have the Olympics. Hog basketball starting up soon. So definitely be in tune for that. Cause our basketball going to get crazy this season. So make sure you keep on following up on that. Also, Make sure you keep on following up on the NBA Summer League. Summer League is really kicking off. If you didn't know, point guard Malik Wayans is is playing in the Las Vegas Summer League now. He's now on the uh, Golden State Warriors team after he played for the Orlando Magic in Orlando Pro Summer League. So that's a good one to watch. There's a lot of players that really from Philly that are also in that in the in the Las Vegas Summer League. Pitt point guard Brad Wanamaker. Is in the is in was in is in the Las Vegas Summer League playing for the Atlanta Hawks. Deontay Christmas was in the Orlando Coast Summer League with the Celtics. There's a lot of Philly players. Make sure you watch that as well. Also, if you didn't know what happened in Summer League action, about the last day of Summer League action, Sixers guard Xavier Silas a possible skull fracture. It's not skull fracture. They thought it was possibly, but it's now it's a, a sinuses f- fracture. So, thank God that that Xavier is cool. He's a, he's a good point guard, a good young point guard, and he he's fast, and he can develop in the Sixers' offense. He's a, I think he's a good player. He's a good player with the Northern Illinois. I think he's a very good, good player for this Sixers team if he makes it because it's going to be tough just because Sixers the Sixers' point guard position at summer at summer league games were pretty packed in between John Shire, Zach Rose, and Adi Penn who – guard out Kansas, state all showed well. And also Drew Holiday, the brother Justin Holiday, also played well too. So, it's going to be very interesting to see what they can come up, what what can they come up with to see who's going to make this team. Because it's not, it's not as easy as you think that who's going to make this team from the Summer League. So, what about Seven, five minutes left in the show. You can call in at 347 215 8531. That is 347 215 8531. You can call in and we can talk anything in basketball, summer league. got questions about anything? I'm here to answer any questions you got about the NBA, rumors, anything, Olympics, college basketball, anything. You can call in. I answer any questions about you about basketball. Don't be shy. We won't bite here on East West Hoop Swoop. Just here to talk. About some good basketball, so definitely let's talk about next week's show. Next week's show, Greg should be here. To talk. Me and him will be back together to talk to give you to give you the east coast, the east west, the east west hoops show. You know, me from Philly, Greg from Portland. Live next week at 11 o'clock. Make sure you tell your friends and family about this show. It's a pretty good show. If I do say so myself. Make sure you make sure you tune in next week. We're definitely probably going to talk about NBA free agency as the Olympics get closer, and we're probably going to talk about college basketball as well because that's kicking up very, very soon. And a lot of our college teams here in the city of Philadelphia, a lot of our college players in Philly right now are playing a lot of summer leagues right now. So that's interesting to hear about. So make sure you definitely tune in next week about that. Um, we're definitely going to talk about NBA free agency because there's still more left to be unsolved. We all know that Dwight Howard, Thing is still going on. When will Dwight Howard make his pick, and when will this be solved? The world will never know. It's like that candy bar, the the tootsie, the how many likes does it to get of tootsie roll pop? You, Mr. Owl, you know the world will, may never know. That's the end of the question. The world may never know. So you think about Dwight Howard. Where will he go? The world may never know. The NBA has to do something to step in because. Is Mr. Ross said, the world may never know. So we don't even know. A lot of NBA executives don't even know. People thought that they might know that he might go to the Rockets just because the Rockets' Twitter followed the White Howard, Jason Richardson, and Chris Duhon. If that gave any kind of recollection or gave kind of any hope that they would get him. It's kind of interesting that we would read into that, but it's something that needs to be taken seriously a little bit, but not so much serious at all. If you didn't hear tonight, Luis Scola is a Phoenix Sun. Nicholas Batum signs an off-seat with the Timberwolves. And Grant Hill is considering the Knicks, Lakers, and Heat. The Bulls are shopping Rick Hamilton. And are the Mavs shooting for Jose Calderon. So that's a lot of things happening in the NBA right now. I told you there's a lot more things happening that we don't that we don't even know about, but it could be very interesting through these next couple of weeks because it's not over yet between all of this happening right now. So you know, same time, same place, East West Hoop Loop, eleven o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Pacific. We always got bring Pacific time for my co-host Greg Crawford. He's a good man, folks. I mean. He's one of the best people that I've worked with in the business so far in my sports media career. He's really a good guy. He looks out. He's trying. He's always trying to make you build your craft and becoming a better person in sports media. So Greg has been a big help getting this started, coming up with the idea, and me and him have been working pretty well. So hopefully it just gains more clout as we're doing this every Sunday, nonstop every Sunday. We want to give it a go and keep on doing this. Because this is fun talking about basketball, getting the fans involved, and we just opened up the phone lines last week. So hopefully we can get people to start calling in a little bit more. Because this is a good show to listen to. It's a, it's a good basketball talk. You can't find good you can't find good basketball talk on the radio for thirty minutes anywhere on your on your local radio station. Of, I know a lot of us don't listen to the radio just because, but this is the place where you can get your quick NBA. Or your quick back, and for what you need to know about, so you can get your quick basketball fix here on the East West Hoop Soup, and make sure you also keep on checking out csnorthwest dot com for anybody that's on the Pacific, on me in the Pacific on the West Coast, because they have your latest in anything Portland 12 Blazers, Oregon Duck basketball, anything. Also check out Great Crawford's blog. On want to in Northwest with the Crawford's Corner and Crawford's Clubhouse. Crawford's Corner talks about college basketball and Crawford's Clubhouse talks about golf. He has good stories. They're about twice a week, so make sure you tune in. They're pretty good. He had one about of Smart, so that was a pretty good article. He is talking about golf as golf is still in the works with Tiger Woods and everything else. So he has some good stuff. And also make sure you follow him on Twitter at WC Hoops. That's at WC Hoops, and for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe Ten, and also follow my radio show that will be starting back up in the fall. LSL, and also our my sports website, Total Sports Live at Total Sports Live, and check out www.totalsportslive.com for your latest in Philadelphia sports. This has been Joe Von Alford on another edition of. The East West Hoop Soups. Thanks for everybody for listening. Me and Greg will be back next week for another edition. Everybody have a good night. Stay safe out there.